Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello, this is Melissa Fradenberg in the Gross Point Pearl Planning Office with another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking about the investment concept called buying the dips. I'm going to try and explain as well as share a story or a parallel, if you will, on the concept, as well as talk about how it relates to the current market environment that we're in right now with a little bit of a pullback. I should mention that today is Tuesday, March 8th, so any numbers that I'm giving you will be as of the previous Friday's close, so weekend in March 5th. Also, today is International Women's Day, so happy International Women's Day to all our listeners. We really appreciate you, and we hope you are uh, doing great things today. So the term buying the dips is a common phrase that investors and traders hear after an asset has declined in price in the short term. Typically, when you talk about buying a dip, it is you know buying an asset when it drops within an otherwise long-term uptrend and hoping that that uptrend will resume after the drop. The problem is when you buy a dip, you don't know if it's at the bottom or if there's still further downside. So whether it's a particular stock or overall an asset class, which again, I will explain in greater detail in this podcast. um, I do want to just point out right from the get-go that there are some flaws in this system or this term. But generally, it is a good concept because one of the biggest mistakes in investor behavior that I have seen people make as a financial advisor and then also um, just in investor behavior, the classic and most natural reaction for people is when the market, the general market drops, investors, instead of wanting to invest, they want to either pause their auto invests or pull money out. And the opposite is true when the market is up, running higher and higher, People want to put more money in. Now, I should say at Pearl Planning, we really talk about, you know, systematically putting money away regularly when you have the funds outside of your emergency savings to invest. And that is the best way to invest for long term. But what happens is sometimes people have money sitting in cash that they don't necessarily need for anything but they wait for a good entry point to add that to their investments. And so in that particular case, the concept of buying the dips can work out well. So I do want to just share with you, you know, and it's a cliche, I hate to even use this, but the best way that I know to explain is shopping. And not necessarily, you know, if you're going to Target on the weekend and you have a list of things to buy, um, Most people are going to buy the things they want or maybe add a random candle or blanket that they don't need or wasn't on their list because it's, 
smells good or looks good or feels soft, or I don't know, maybe it's just me, but that's how I shop. When you think of the concept of shopping and buying more when things are on sale, I like to use the example um, for it. My sister was doing this monthly shoe purchase. And it was one of those things that you pay like $49.99 every month for a new pair of shoes each month. And there were several that you got to pick from, or you could skip them, right? So you didn't have to buy every month, but they had your credit card on file and you had to decline if you didn't like any of the shoes. And I see how this works for people because if you're like me, you'll probably forget to decline or, you know, they'll send you the default shoe and it'll be ugly. Um, and then you're stuck with it. You really can't return it. The concept I'm trying to explain here is if every month you got one pair of shoes for $49.99, but one month they sent you a special offer that said you could now pick two for $49.99, or you could continue on and just get the one pair. What would you do? Well, obviously, you would probably pick two pair of shoes. Um, for the same price. And it's not exactly a parallel when it comes to investing, but it it more helps to explain the idea of you're actually getting more for the same amount of money when you're buying a basket of stocks, let's say, in the form of a mutual fund or an ETF, which mirrors the index, say, for example, the S&P 500. So for every hundred dollars a month if you're doing like an auto invest switching back from the idea of an auto shoe purchase to an auto invest on a monthly basis when the overall market or those basket of stocks have all dropped in price you actually get more shares with your same amount say hundred dollar a month contribution and that's the best way that I can explain why it makes sense to buy when the market is low. Now, let me point out one flaw with this process. So when you're buying a dip, you don't actually know if the dip is at the bottom or if there's more downside. Another risk is if you are talking about buying individual stocks, uh, there is always the possibility that it won't come back, at least for a long period of time. So I like to use the concept of buying the dips talking about the overall market, either through an index or a diversified portfolio, when the overall market has gone down on the short term. So, you know, we're talking like a month or two. Perfect example would be the current situation. As of Friday's close, the S&P was down just under 9%. And some of the other indices were down slightly more than that as well. So again, the overall market has reacted to both higher than expected inflation, and then of course, the situation with Russia invading Ukraine, and overall geopolitical tensions that have really caused much of the market to sell off. But again, the flaw here is we don't know, it could get worse before it gets better. But what I do see is that fundamentally, Uh, There's still a positive GDP outlook. There's still record low unemployment. People and businesses, corporations all have record amounts of cash on hand, which leads me to believe that we may see a recovery over a short period of time versus 
say, a recession or a depression. Now, I cannot predict this. I do not have a crystal ball. So I am simply suggesting that if this were a short-term dip and we were to see a recovery by the end of the year, that it would be a good buying opportunity. With individual stocks, there is greater risk as far as that rebound, if you will. And so a good strategy to implement this buying the dips concept is to set in advance a trigger for what would cause you to make additions. So for instance, if you have a portfolio, you could say if the overall market index S&P 500 were to drop by 8% or more in a month or 10% or more in a quarter, that I am going to then make an addition. So it's not so much that you're buying um, when you think the market is bottoming, but that concept is that you are going to be getting more shares for that dollar amount if you wait for that certain criteria of the market um, selling off. I'm going to give an example, and this is from a piece by Hartford Funds. It's called Beyond Investment Illusions. I'm going to link it in the show notes here so you can take a look at it and see the graph because it is rather visual and we're on an audio-only podcast here. But this really illustrates the concept that I'm talking, again, for a long-term investor over time to take advantage of short-term volatility in the market versus the human instinct of wanting to take money out or have it you know, be safe, if you will, in cash when the market experiences downside volatility. So in this piece called Beyond Investment Illusions, there is a graph that just shows if you were to put $10,000 in the S&P 500 index in 1981 and just don't add to it, don't take out, just reinvest any dividends, again, in that index over the period of time between 1981 through the end of 2020, your $10,000 investment would have returned $777,649. On the very next page, there's a graph that shows if you were to, again, start out with $10,000, in this case, it is starting in 1979, going through the end of 2020 in the S&P 500 index. And every time there is what is called short-term volatility in this graph, which they have used a pullback of 8% or more in a month, every time that happens, which over that time period from 1979 to 2020 happened 17 times, and it is marked by some orange dots on the graph, the opportunistic investor added $2,000. And that would be a perfect example or illustration of the concept of buying the dips. So again, that happened 17 times over that 41-year period. So that would have been a $34,000 addition to that initial $10,000 investment. And that $34,000 plus the initial $10,000, so $44,000 grew to one point five. 92776. So almost 1.6 million by taking advantage of buying on dips or short-term volatility. Now, in the same graph, they show the opposite, which again is that kind of human nature. So for every time the market dropped 8% or more in a month, instead of adding money, the other investor took $2,000 out and put it in cash. 
for the purpose of this graph, they're using um, the index for the 30-day T-bill as cash. But if you were to do that over the same time period, growing, and then every time, so, so the 17 different times you pulled $2,000 out, your ending investment is 468054 So again, for $10,000 to grow, not shabby at all. But it really illustrates the two concepts of pulling money out when the market drops off versus putting money in. I will link this piece in the show notes for this podcast. But what I really want you to think about is how you're feeling right now. As I mentioned, as of Friday's close, the S&P 500 year to date through March 5th, 2022 is down just under 9%. And when you open your quarterly statement, you may feel panic, but it is so important to think about the long-term. If this is money that you need this year, you may want to take it out of the market because we don't know if we are in the bottom of a dip or if we have more dip to go. But I'm talking about your longer-term investing, saving for retirement. Even if you are retired, you're likely going to live 30 years into retirement. So really take a deep breath and think about what the money in the account is earmarked for. And think of the graph that I just explained to you and the concept of buying the dips. And even if you don't buy in right now, it should help control that investor behavior, no-no, or urge to pull money out of the market. Now, I do want to mention, of course, everybody's situation is different. And that is why we do financial planning for our clients. So maybe if you haven't had a financial plan done or you aren't currently working with an advisor, if you feel panicky, it may be a great time to set up a meeting or consultation with someone who can help assess whether it is a good time to add or whether you have to reevaluate the risk of your portfolio. But I hope that you found this helpful. And again, our goal with this season is to give you bite-sized tips and concepts to really help you feel that you understand the the concepts of investing. So I really appreciate all of our listeners. Again, I hope you're having a fabulous International Women's Day, and I hope you'll tune in for our next episode. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter, also found on our website.